Welcome to the Costa Mesa pod where we discuss all things concerning the lifestyle, businesses, and activities that make Costa Mesa such a great place to live. Today with Jennifer of Project Hope Alliance. Jennifer, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Can you share a little bit about Project Hope Alliance and what it is? Absolutely. We're a nonprofit that's actually based in Costa Mesa. Uh, We serve students experiencing homelessness all the way from kindergarten to age 24. So we actually embed full-time case managers into public school campuses, providing wraparound services for kids, making sure they graduate high school, go on to college, and then supporting them until they can be financially independent adults so that we're really disrupting that generational cycle of homelessness and poverty. And how long has Project Hope Alliance been around? Well, the organization actually was started all the way back in 1998. So the organization is just over 30 years old. Uh, It was started by a public school teacher in Anaheim who noticed that kids were disappearing from her classroom. And yeah, she wanted to figure out why they would disappear for a couple of weeks and then come back. And she found out that it was because they were living in different motels throughout Anaheim. And there was a law that required that after 30 days, they had to leave the motel. So a lot of the kids were going to maybe stay at aunt's houses, couch surfing, different types of things. So they would be gone. And so what started as a grassroots movement um, has now grown. Um, I think that when I started as a volunteer at Project Hope Alliance, our annual budget was Mm $30,000. This year, we just ended our year with um, just over $2.7 million in programming dollars going out to the community. So we're still, at at our heart, a grassroots nonprofit. How did did you become a volunteer with Project Hope Alliance? So I'm a recovering trial lawyer. Um, I was a litigation partner at a large law firm and saw the Motel Kids of Orange County documentary, which was about the origin of Project Hope Alliance. Um, at When I started, we just served one school. I saw that documentary and I actually had experienced homelessness as a kid, um, middle school all the way through high school with my family of six but no one knew it was a secret that my family kept. Um, And so it was something that I actually didn't share until I was 42 years old and started volunteering at Project Hope. And I realized that by sharing my story, I was changing the way people in our community saw homelessness. I think so often when we think of homelessness, we think of adults, maybe middle-aged adults, adults in their 20s or 30s that are sleeping unsheltered. Yeah. We don't think of the over 23,000 kids and youth in Orange County alone in our public school system that are experiencing homelessness. And I just wanted to make sure that kids growing up now who maybe are living in motels or couch surfing knew that anything was possible for them and that they didn't carry around the shame from something that they have no personal control over. Yeah. So I left my law firm uh, 10 years ago and became the CEO of Project Hope. And really this community and the Newport Mesa community in particular is what has made us go from serving about 35 kids at one school to now just under 400 kids at 15 different schools throughout Orange County. Those are some big numbers. And I was surprised when I looked at the website too, just to see how common and how many people are impacted And like you said, it's not just adults, it's children too. Well, the grand jury just issued a report 
on the ABCs of children experiencing homelessness. That grand jury report found that 70% of our kids experiencing homelessness are not at grade level in English and math. I mean, those numbers, when we look at it, knowing that the number one factor for someone experiencing homelessness as an adult is not graduating high school, those trends are very dangerous because we're spending a lot of energy, strategy, and money right now trying to end homelessness for adults. Mm -hmm. We need to get upstream, right? So at Project Hope Alliance, 93% of our students are graduating high school. And that makes them almost 400% less likely to experience homelessness as an adult. That's that huge number. It that's is, amazing. right? And that's a great trend. Yeah. Because if we can ensure that we're filling in the gaps and eliminating the barriers that homelessness causes in the lives of our kids, getting them to graduate, then we're going to be really disrupting that generational poverty and homelessness. But also one of the trends we see in Orange County is that we have a lot of service sector jobs here in Orange County. So under education oftentimes means that someone isn't qualified to get a job in a technical skill type of environment. And that means that they can't afford to live in Orange County, but the jobs are here. Mm -hmm. So if our families, for example, were to move to a county where the cost of living is less expensive, the unemployment rate is much higher. So they're trying to stay employed and change the trajectory for their families, sure. but they're not able to make enough money to live somewhere other than maybe a motel. We have families sleeping in their cars, families that are doubled or tripled up. Yeah. So these are trends, though, to your point that focusing on our kids today allows for us to eliminate future homelessness. How do you ensure or do your best to ensure that they are going to graduate? The easiest way for me to kind of solidify it is we do life with our kids. So because we're on campus with our own offices, we're there five days a week, full time. Students can come to us before school if they need something, whether it's a fresh uh, set of clothes, maybe some food. But more importantly, if they're struggling with mental health um challenges. They're struggling with their grades because they're on average two full school years behind. Yeah. We're able to holistically meet their needs with our different community partners. So we're really that advocate that does everything from getting them transportation so that they can go to see maybe a therapist, driving them to the doctors, getting them a tutor, going in if they're suspended for having missed school or being late, to explain that the reason why they missed school or they were late had to do with things outside of their control yeah. and working with school administration to reverse suspension trends. Um, and then because of that, I mean, our students are choosing, they're choosing to show up every day despite things that they're going through that as an adult, I don't even know that I would have the grit and determination and resiliency to yeah. go through. So if there's a kid to invest in, it's really our kids. They're creative, self-motivated. They just need someone to go walk alongside them through this journey. And that's what we do. So how do you find the children or how do they find you? Lots of different ways. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a teacher referring a student to our office uh -huh. or an administrator referring a student, Sometimes it's the janitorial teams on campus. Maybe they're opening up the school gym so that a student can take a shower before a class. 
And then they let the student know, hey, you know, in room 10, there's some really great folks that are on campus that are here to really support students. But one of the best ways that we've been able to build relationships with other students experiencing homelessness mm -hmm. is when peers bring their friends. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we cherish and hold very special. So our on-campus rooms and offices end up becoming de facto places for community to build yeah. and students to really see each other and show up for each other. Yeah. So our, you know, opportunities to also help normalize their school experiences, that makes all the difference too. Like the Chargers actually just donated close to $30,000 of Nike apparel and sports equipment oh, wow. to equip our student athletes. That's great. It really So is. nice to hear too. I mean, they have brought a lot to the community as well. Yeah. Um, and so you mentioned you're in 15 different schools throughout Orange County. Yes. Our very first campus was Newport Harbor High School. Oh. And we approached the principal, uh, Principal Bolton at the time. He's still the principal. But uh, about nine years ago, we approached Principal Bolton and asked him if we could come onto their campus. That's now grown to us being present on every middle school and high school campus in Newport Mesa. And then principals from Huntington Beach Union High School District approached us and said, we've heard about the work that you're doing. We've heard about your high school graduation rates and the tremendous difference that it's making on the campuses in Newport Mesa. Can you come to our campuses? So we had a donor who invested in the first campus in Huntington, and that's now grown to five campuses in just a year and a half with the city and the district pitching in. Uh -huh. um, and similarly, Santa Ana Unified School District approached us and asked us to come and, and serve their students. Let's talk a little bit more about the different types of support that Project Hope Alliance could use, because I'm sure any organization needs help. Yeah, so yeah. obviously the more resources we have in dollars, the more case managers that we can hire. So we currently have wait lists of students in all of the three districts that oh, we're serving. Okay. So, you know, we really uh, depend upon our private philanthropy support, whether it's a corporate donor or an individual donor. We actually have a really cool thing going on uh, called the Battle of the Bay for the Kids, where Newport Harbor High School and Corona Del Mar High School uh -huh. are doing a Hunger Games uh, showing on Friday to raise money for our kids. So it's everything from kids being a part of the solution to oh, adults. That's great. It really is. Um, we also have volunteer opportunities. Uh -huh. So whether it's helping in our food pantry, in our community space during the holidays, we have lots of volunteer opportunities. Yeah. Serving as a mentor. Um, those are all ways that people can get involved. Mm -hmm. And if they go to projecthopealliance.org, yeah. we have a special place for them to fill out an interest form, learn more about us, yeah. see our annual report, all that good stuff. That's great. Yes. There's a lot of information on your website. I was involved in it quite deeply over the last few <laughs> days. So. Um, and then I know that you're also involved in an event going on. Um, it's called Shop Small Saturday over at SoCo. Um, it's a holiday event coming up, and I know Project Hope Alliance is one of the you know major partners in this event. So, can you share a little bit about your involvement with that? Yeah, you know, actually, SoCo has been on Team Kid, as we like to say, since it opened its doors. Oh, so we had two of our very first community events at SoCo, okay. and they've done beautiful things for us during the holiday, and we've had 
so much generous support from the different businesses that are there, um, as well as the administration there. You know, because we are an organization that was built and continues to be grassroots, yeah. it really is our small businesses, whether it's an Ace Hardware doing a roundup or it's SoCo benefiting us with their pictures with Santa and their different drives throughout the year. Yeah. As a community, we can come together for the kids in a very powerful way. And we're so grateful to be a part of that. Yeah, that's so amazing. Our goal is to have a giant party in like 25 years where the children of the kids that we're serving today yeah. and us all come together and celebrate how we generationally disrupted the cycle of homelessness. Nice. So, yeah, in like 2050. Yeah, a big party. That's right. That'll be a big party. Yeah. Um. So... I know you mentioned your website. So is that the best place for people to find you and find out what Project Hub Alliance has going on and if they want to volunteer and everything? It is. I mean, folks can also follow us, of course, on Instagram, yeah. um, Project Hope Alliance, or Facebook, or Twitter. Yeah. Um, the Our Instagram page is a great place to see, like, current opportunities. But our website, all the good stuff is right there, projecthopealliance.org. You can also email me at jennifer at projecthopealliance.org. Um, you know, we're all in this together and really the, one of the beautiful things about community is that we get to show up for each other. Um, and so if someone wants to show up for the kids, I'm here to help them see how to do it. Yeah. Do you have any other, um, events or activities going on after the SoCo one that you want to promote? Uh, we will have three Santa's workshops, uh, this year where we provide shopping experiences for all of our parents to come in and pick out gifts for their children because they know best. Yeah. And then we have elves that will wrap the gifts for the parents um, and, and send them off with their, with their holiday goodies. We, we will have one here mm -hmm. at Project Hope. Okay. We will have one at one of our campuses in Santa Ana, and we will have one in Huntington Beach. Okay. And then our stores donating gifts for that or how is that? Actually the community. Um, oh, okay. does different donations. Okay. And so on our website, we have different opportunities. We also have an Amazon wish list. Oh, nice. Yeah. So our case managers ask our kids, what would you want from Santa? That's great. And then we fill out Amazon wish list um, oh. with those items. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for all you do. Project Hope Alliance is a wonderful organization and our community is so lucky to have you. Thank you.